Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world. Built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to Pain.tv slash gold. How is everyone doing today, ladies and gentlemen? Yay, yay. We're doing great, Dustin. That's fantastic, folks, because it is Thursday night going into Friday morning, folks, and I've been busy researching and connecting dots and just going over all this stuff that we've covered in the last, I don't know, 13, 14, 15 episodes on central bank digital currency, universal basic income, Wide Awake Jim just sent me a lot more documents that he's going to be reviewing here, and I told him you guys are primed and ready for his research because we spent the last 13, 14 episodes on central bank digital currency, smart contracts, Ethereum, blockchain, and everything else. So we are dissecting this entire push for a complete and total slave state via central bank digital currency, a a currency that is programmable and expirable and does not allow you to save. And so tonight we're going to get into the... um, World Government Summit discussion on the topic, quote, are we ready for a new world order, end quote. That is the topic. Uh, As I said, the global, uh, or sorry, the World Government Summit is out of Dubai, United Arab Emirates. We went over that a little bit in episode 111, so I'd check that out if you're interested. I found a few more pieces to that puzzle that I'm going to pull up and show you momentarily. But first, uh, and I'm not going to get into any personal stuff tonight because we've got so much to cover here, and I'm trying to wrap this up today, uh, hopefully to lead into a conversation with Dan Golvach tomorrow about the spiritual aspects behind these prison planet warden world elites, these economic terrorists, these central bank mafia bosses, the technocrats, the transhumanists, why they strive to have world domination and complete and total control and power over every last human being and the entire 
natural world. But uh, one of the things I've mentioned here a few times is that Consensus, again, a software development company founded by Joseph Lubin in 2015. Joseph Lubin was the partner and co-founder of Ethereum with Vitalik Buterin, who was funded by transhumanist technocrat and government contractor Peter Thiel. He is, folks. If you don't believe me, you can go back and listen to all the episodes we did on Peter Thiel. Uh, and so Vitalik Buterin known as the founder slash co-founder of Ethereum, was funded by Peter Thiel in 2014 to finish up his development of Ethereum. And he did that along with his partner, Joseph Lubin, who then went on to found Consensus. And Consensus is working with all of these central banks. They're working with private sector partners to build out the current financial infrastructure in a way that can distribute and help with transactions of central bank digital currency. And so I told you one of their partners, and I'm going to pull this up on the screen for the video audience over here at pain.tv slash gold. Uh, one of their partners is Visa. And I went over this uh, several episodes ago, so I'm not going to go through this whole article. But this is over at usa.visa.com. And there's a reason why I'm bringing this back up, folks, because I've done additional research into Consensus's partners. And then I want to show you how easy it's going to be for them to flip the switch and to force us into a central bank digital currency system, at least right here in the United States, all right, which is obviously our key focus, although we're tracking what they're doing all around the world because it all ties together under the World Bank, under Bank for International Settlements, under International Monetary Fund, under the United Nations, through partnerships coming out of the World Economic Forum. It all ties together at an international level, but obviously for you and I, we're concerned about the United States. Now, I know we have listeners in Australia and Ireland all over the place. Uh, you guys are obviously interested in what's happening. My feeling is if the United States falls, everyone else falls. It's just pretty easy. Um, all right, let's just take a look. A uh, quick reminder here. Again, this is at usa.visa.com, and this was from January 2022. It said, envisioning a future of central bank digital currencies, Visa partners with consensus to help bridge central bank digital currency networks with existing payment rails. So what this is about, folks, is that Visa, and let me pull this up here for you in this uh, article, Visa already has access to 80 million merchant locations worldwide okay it says right here if central bank digital currency networks are seamlessly integrated into your existing banking app you'd be able to use your cbdc linked visa card at the checkout okay so what it's saying right there is let's say you have a visa card all right, and then you have that programmed into your iPhone, let's say, so you're using Apple Pay. Uh, or you're able to pull up your card and tap it there uh, through the iPhone. Well, if your CBDC-linked um, Visa card uh, is connected to your banking app, then you're able to use that at checkout. You're also able to use the Visa card, too. I've read about this. So, for instance, you go up to the checkout at the grocery store and you tap your card with the little RFID chip or you insert it so the chip is inside the machine or you use the old strip. It'll come up on the screen if it's a debit card, a Visa debit credit card. It will say, do you want to use credit or do you want to use debit? We all experience this every day at the gas station, at the grocery store. Well, there'll be a third option. It says uh, central bank digital currency. 
So it goes on to say, are tap your digital wallet loaded with your CBDC funds and payment credential to pay securely at any of the 80 million merchant locations worldwide that accept Visa and any of its connected networks all through existing retailers, existing payment uh, terminal? All right, so the reason why Visa is partnering in with Consensus, who's working with the central banks, is because Visa is going to lend its current infrastructure to the central bankers so that they can move cbdc across visa's infrastructure there's a lot of these partnerships going on now all right with the uh, commercial banks the so-called private sector side of this business the regulated non-banks uh, financial institutions payment gateways and such all these partnerships are currently going on i'm going to expand on this in the future because it is very important folks i mentioned to you square up and paypal venmo cash app stripe all these different payment services uh all connected into this so you have consensus here partnered with visa and again we went through this whole article a few episodes ago so i'm not going to do it again but you see the power there that visa is offering is that we have 80 million merchants worldwide if they're willing to accept central bank digital currency overnight uh off of their cash register their point of sale system then uh that's pretty easy. 80 million merchants will accept it immediately. And as I've explained to you, if the merchant can accept the CBDC in a way that they don't have to learn any new technology, like let's just say they fire up their square point of sale system tomorrow, and it just says, you're now able to accept CBDC. They don't even know what that means. But when I walk up to the counter with a CBDC Visa card or a CBDC uh, QR code, or a CBDC uh, payment app on my phone, and I pay, and it just transfers to their account. It tells them they have three CBDC tokens. They don't really care as long as they believe they can spend that in the future. All right, it's just like somebody walking in with an Amex card, Visa card, MasterCard. The store just accepts it because at the end of the night, it balances out, and they have money in their account. That's all they care about. So that's the partnership here with Visa. Now, we're over at mastercard.com. So this is MasterCard's website. And this is an article from April 2021. All right. And this says partnership with consensus supports the future of multi-blockchain commerce. We have not reviewed this yet. It says MasterCard and consensus have announced a partnership to power the future of commerce. Consensus, a software engineering firm in the blockchain space, provides tools and services to support the Ethereum ecosystem and helps developers build next-generation networks to enable companies to launch more powerful financial infrastructures and technology. Consensus Quorum, and Quorum is a software consensus bought from JP Morgan, says is an open-source protocol layer that enables enterprises to leverage Ethereum for their private or public production blockchain applications. I told you Ethereum is key to all this. And Peter Thiel funded Vitalak Buterin, the founder of Ethereum, to uh, launch Ethereum. All right, so you have Peter Thiel behind this, folks. Big time transhumanist and technocrat, one of the most dangerous uh, kind of front men in this whole technocratic system right now. It goes on to say Quorum includes customizable features required for enterprises to operate a secure, scalable permission network as part of MasterCard's multi-blockchain strategy. It will work with consensus on a variety of initiatives. Joseph Lubin, 
All right, so he was the co-founder of Ethereum with Vitalik Buterin at the time that Peter Thiel was funding it. Joseph Lubin, founder and CEO of Consensus and a co-founder of Ethereum, said, quote, Consensus's products are the primary points of access to Ethereum for developers, enterprises, and consumers. Digital scarcity, transparency, and automated financial settlement using the interoperable digital asset standards of Ethereum are helping accelerate financial innovation in a variety of industries, which range from NFTs, non-fungible tokens, to central bank digital currencies. We are very excited to work with the digital assets and blockchain team at MasterCard to lead the convergence of traditional and blockchain-based financial technologies, end quote. So I'm not going to go through the rest of this uh, press release at MasterCard.com, but you see now they have this partnership, Consensus does, uh, building on top of Ethereum, they have this partnership here with MasterCard. So they're partnered with Visa, they're partnered with MasterCard, and this is just a little bit more over here at Coindesk.com, and this is an article from December 2021, all right? The original article was from April, but now Consensus actually expanded its relationship with MasterCard. It says, Consensus collaborates with MasterCard on new Ethereum scaling system. The software firm said projects built using Consensus roll-ups can reach a throughput of up to 10,000 transactions per second on a private chain. And that that's what they're working on now, is expanding its ability to handle uh, more transactions. And so I'm not going to go through all this because it's a lot of techie stuff that probably is not that important to you. But it says MasterCard and Consensus announced an uh, initial partnership in April as part of a $65 million fundraising round for consensus that included large bank investors such as JP Morgan and UBS. So see, consensus now is acting as the connect- connective tissue between Visa, MasterCard, the banks like JP Morgan, UBS, and others, while they're also serving and working for the central banks. We already know that consensus did the software for the Bank for International Settlements Innovation Hub Embridge project and built that on top of Ethereum as well. And then finally, I want to show you this because it's important. Over at consensus.net, this is from March 2021, we have Hyperledger and Consensus collaborate on Ethereum webcast series. It says blockchain experts share best practices with the Hyperledger community. We went through Hyperledger a bit a few episodes ago, so if you want to check that out, please do so. It says Hyperledger and Consensus Quorum, that's Consensus's uh, product it bought from JP Morgan, says are uh, joining forces to produce a series of webcasts to share best practices for how Hyperledger and Ethereum could work together. Hyperledger is an open source community focused on developing a suite of stable frameworks, tools, and libraries for enterprise-grade blockchain deployments. The Linux Foundation hosts the projects and counts consensus as one of the premier members. Now, if you remember, Hyperledger was behind one of the products that consensus was involved in that was being talked about as the U.S.'s central bank digital currency back when we passed the first stimulus bill during COVID land, the high school theater production in March of 2020, we actually almost had central bank digital currency passed in there, but it was pulled out at the last minute. Well, Hyperledger was involved with the partnership with Consensus that almost brought us the CBDC that was passed uh, under that law. And then you have here, American Express is reinventing rewards using blockchain. And this is from January going all the way back to 2019. And it says, in December at the Hyperledger Global Forum in Basel, American Express was the most significant non-tech company to share details about its blockchain applications. 
So you have American Express here working with Hyperledger that's uh, partnered with Consensus. All right, I also found some other connections between Consensus and American Express as well. So you have Consensus, the leader, right, the leader in working with the central banks and then working with the uh, so-called private sector companies, partnered with Visa, MasterCard, and American Express in various ways, all focused on utilizing their current infrastructure for blockchain, central bank, digital currency, and such. And I'm going to show you when we get back for the break why this is so important, folks. It's not just about gaining access to the point-of-sale systems at the merchants. It's about gaining access to the card that you have in your wallet. Why? Because that is the entry point. That is the buy-in. That is the adoption needed to push forward with central bank digital currency and that's why we research all this stuff ladies and gentlemen so we can tie together all of the pieces i'll be right back ladies and gentlemen my name is dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dustin Gold. Welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, let me show you this. Just doing a bit of research... Over here at the Dustin Gold Standard. All right, so we've got Consensus partnered in with Visa, MasterCard, and American Express. We know that Visa is working heavily. Uh, I mean, they had an interview with one of the top Visa uh, folks. She's working on this project with Consensus and the central banks, and they're literally groveling. You know, they're bowing down at the feet of the central bank economic terrorists and saying, let us play ball. We can bring this into 80 million merchants worldwide. Now, you say to yourself, how many Visa, MasterCard, and Amex cards are out there in the world? And I found this information at UpgradedPoints.com. And you can find these statistics on many different websites. But it says, uh, how many credit card holders are in the United States? 183 million Americans have credit cards, according to the Census Bureau. And this can be broken down uh, by type. So 183 million Americans. What's the population of America right now? 331.9 million Americans. Oh, U.S. population over 18 years old. Let's see. Let's see what that is, folks. It says over 18 years old is 209 million Americans, 209 million Americans, and uh, 183 million Americans have credit cards. All right, so that's crazy, folks, 183 million out of 219 million. So that leaves you with, uh, it was 219, right? No, 209, 209. So you have 26 million Americans, less than 10% of this country do not have credit cards. So if they can take everyone with credit cards and push them into the adoption of central bank digital currency by allowing you to spend that money through your card that you already hold in your wallet or through your banking app associated with your card or through your Apple Pay or your Google Wallet, 
Okay, it's very easy to force the adoption, you see. So if there's 20, uh, 27 or whatever, 28 million of us left that don't have one, okay, that we don't really matter. We're eventually just going to get forced into it because we'll be socially engineered into it because when everyone else is spending it and all of the merchants are accepting it, you know, we can sit there and resist it, but we're just not going to be part of that system. And if we're not prepared to actually live outside of that system, if we don't have a half Amish community that we built around ourselves and we can't barter, we can't trade, uh, we can't spend with pine cones, you know, we're going to be forced into that system because everyone else will be using that system. It says right here, this is important, 104 million Visa cards are out there. Uh, 99 million store cards, and if you look it up, the store cards, so let's say a Macy's card or a Home Depot card, they're backed either by Visa or MasterCard. It says 83 million MasterCards are out there, so you have 104 million Visa cards, 83 million MasterCards. You have 56 million gas cards, and those cards are all backed by Visa or MasterCard, and then you have 36 million American Express cards. And I think it said, uh, I was reading, yeah, here we are. How many credit cards do most people own? The average American owns 3.84 credit cards in Q3 2020, according to Experian. All right. So you got Americans running around with about four credit cards in their pocket, 183 million Americans out of 209 adults, 209 million adults have credit cards. And you've got a mix out there of Visa, MasterCard, and American Express. And then you have all of those now partnered with Consensus, who's working with the central bank and running projects with Visa and MasterCard on blockchain directly with Visa tying them into central bank digital currency. So as you can see, the adoption of this can be very very easy because it's all about making the uh, process simple and streamlined for the consumer right so if you woke up tomorrow and the government says okay we're now issuing central bank digital currency through the federal reserve and what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to go down to the social security office fill out a 16 page form by hand submit that wait nine weeks to get four digits added to your social security number and then wait another 11 weeks to get a card then when you get that card you're going to have to scan the qr code with your phone log in through your computer put in the code that we sent you set up two-step authentication we're going to text you a six-digit code that you're going to punch into the computer that then is going to trigger your phone to ask you if you signed in from the computer and then you realize your email was wrong, so you didn't get the email that warned you. And then from there, you're going to have to download an app. And then you take the app to your local government branch, and you're going to show that to them. They're going to sign off, and then you're going to have to go down to the DMV. And then the DMV is going to take a new photo, issue a new license, which is digital. You're going to get that in three months. And then once you have that, you bring that back to the Social Security. You see what I'm saying? So if, if that is their pathway to get from A to B, no one's going to do it, right? There's going to be no adoption. People are just going to say, this is crazy. I'm not going to do it. But if tomorrow, through all of their media propagandist partners from mainstream media, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, all the way down to all the big podcasters like Joe Rogan, to the influencers like Kim Kardashian, and so they take all of their paid propagandists out of the modern Operation Mockingbird, 
and they just go, oh, CBDC is out here. Uh, everybody's getting it. It's awesome. And don't worry. All you have to do is when you plug in your Visa card at the store, you're going to choose credit, debit, or CBDC. It's going to come out of your CBDC wallet, and you're going to manage your CBDC inside of your existing Chase account or your Visa app or your uh, TD Bank app or whatever it may be. Boom. Adoption is literally overnight. So that's why they're working so hard to get these partners because they're already in your pocket with the credit cards and the debit cards. They're already in your pocket with the smartphone and the apps. And so now all they need to do is be able to roll that out and make adoption as smooth and as seamless as possible. And like I've been saying several times, if you chip away with large groups of folks out there, like the Social Security uh, senior citizens... 20% of the country receive Social Security. Uh, They can just say we're going to start issuing Social Security via CBDC. Now, 20% of the country, one-fifth of the country, one out of every five people you're standing in line with at the grocery store are now accepting CBDC into their bank account and spending it at the store. One-fifth of the country can force adoption in a matter of days. I mean, there might be a couple hiccups, but you know what happens. Within a matter of days, everyone gladly accepts it. Oh, I don't understand this tap card. Now walk in the grocery store. You'll see all the old ladies. Up, tap, 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 tappity, tap, tap. They love it. I love tapping my card. It's so much fun. So that is how fast you can uh, force adoption on this. So I wanted to bring that up. I think it's very important for you to understand that. Uh, I look i'm not here to black pill and say this is inevitable it's the end of the world but i am going to tell you that we do have to accept some realities here and after 13 14 episodes digging into this these guys are so far ahead of what anyone is even talking about it's no longer theories folks they're actually building it the partnerships are being formed the technology is being built and then when you look at the strategic partners like visa mastercard and amex you can figure out exactly why those strategic partnerships are being formed and then when you listen to the central bankers the economic terrorists the uh, world bank mafia bosses at these panel discussions at the world economic forum at the international monetary fund at the united nations at the bank for international settlements at the uh, world government summit all right you listen to them talking about how the public private partnership is so important we the central banks will provide the the money the stability the trust and then the private sector will provide the innovation and the technology. And they admit they've been partners for 100 years. They've been running the same game under the same system for a very long time. All right, we're going to move on now to the uh, World Government Summit. Uh, First, I need to show you a couple more things. We started reviewing this yesterday. Uh, This summit comes out of Dubai. If you want to know the history of it, you can listen to episode 111. But right now, I just want to show you this, uh, some more information I found. This is at digitaldubai.ae. This is a government website here. And it says, our initiatives, since its inception, the Digital Dubai office has launched over 130 initiatives in partnership with government and private sector entities. Some key initiatives include the Dubai Data Initiative, the Dubai Blockchain Strategy, the Happiness Agenda, the Dubai AI Roadmap, and the Dubai Paperless Strategy. And I'm showing you this because Dubai 
is a smart city, and the United Arab Emirates, the country, is working to turn the entire country into a smart country. I mean, this is this is working, uh, operating at warp speed, folks. So if you go on their site, you will see these various blocks here: data first, AI principles, uh, Dubai startup, happiness agenda. Oh, yeah, they say that the technology is going to make everyone happier. The AI lab, the Dubai blockchain, and the Dubai paperless strategy. So you can go through here and you'll see all the different smart stuff that is going on in Dubai. This is for real. uh, And all these U.S. tech companies are coming into Dubai to help them. We know that Amazon Web Services is there, Microsoft, Google, and many, 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 many others. Government contractors from the United States now going into Dubai to help build up this uh, smart city. So, uh, Who would have known, ladies and gentlemen? Who would have known? Now, here's a good project I found. This is at mobility-innovators.com. You can also go through this at Dubai's uh, websites. It says RTA, that's the Road Transport Authority. Uh, Dubai uses artificial intelligence to monitor taxi drivers on road behavior. Now, they're also doing this with bus drivers, school bus drivers. The program has really expanded. I found bits and pieces about this in various articles across the Internet. So it says RTA, Dubai deploys artificial intelligence techniques to monitor the behavior of taxi drivers in cooperation with Akakis Technologies, developer of the smart camera system and taxis. The project is a proactive measure to know the behavior of the driver using the captured images of their performance behind the wheel by smart cameras and other AI systems installed in the vehicles. The quality of images about drivers on road behavior captured by the AI systems and transmitted to the monitoring senator for analysis is as high as 99.92%. The move is expected to enable RTA to identify and alert drivers who breach traffic rules and regulations and subject them to rehabilitation courses in the case of repeated violations. So they're actually uh, talking about, I found out about making everyone in Dubai install this system in their car if it doesn't come in the car. So you'll be driving around in your car being monitored by the government's artificial intelligence at all times. And if you're driving outside of the parameters of the law and regulations, your car will be turned off and you'll be forced to go to rehab and learn how to drive. So, folks, this is amazing. I mean, you want to look at what's coming, look at China's social score system, look at Dubai's smart city, uh, Saudi Arabia's building this. I mean, this stuff is coming at warp speed, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's here. It's arrived. I said, we live inside of the culture of technocracy. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to step outside of the culture of technocracy momentarily and take a short break and have a sip of tea and just calm down as we sit here and continue to analyze the world around us, the true history, the true present, and the true future of humanity. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold of the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold. 